At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. This is the Philadelphia City Cast with Ryan Rothstein, presented by Bet Rivers. All right, welcome back, welcome back. Philadelphia CityCast presented by Bet River Sportsbook. I'm your host, Ryan Rothstein at Wise Rye, W-I-S-E-R-Y-E. That's where you can find me on the tweets. That's where you can find links to each and every episode we put out. It's where you can find links to all of the pod platforms we are available to you on. So <clears throat> we have a lot to get into, obviously. The madness, baby. We're going to get into all of the games today. We'll get into all of the games. Uh, well, I shouldn't say all of the games tomorrow. We're going to run through all of the games on today's slate. And we're going to update you on all the latest as it relates to Villanova. And, of course, we'll update you on everything from the bets from broad portion of the episode, which we're going to start right now. And, and what better way to start the bets from broad with Villanova and Villanova opened as a 15 and a half point favorite, the two seed over the 15 seeded Delaware blue hens. All right. So we have a little local flair in this unfortunate South region matchup. And I say unfortunate a little bit kiddingly, but uh, we talked a lot about it on this show, how Villanova has an opportunity to play some home games in, you know, potentially a Sweet 16 and an Elite 8 if they ended up in the East region. Not the case. So that's all well and good. They're in the South region as the two seed Big East champs. And they open up uh, their first game here as a 15 and a half point favorite. 
total set at 134 at Bet Rivers Sportsbook. And if you're looking at the winner of the South Region odds, we have Arizona, the odds on favorite at plus 140. Then you have your Villanova Wildcats at plus 350. Tennessee next at four to one. You have Houston uh, after Tennessee at plus 525. Illinois eight to one. Michigan 16 to one. Ohio State 20 to one. Loyola, Chicago. 33 to 1. So the South region, listen, I think you can say this about any region right now. Uh, this year has been what? I mean, uh, so many different people. It's wide open. And that, that's true. <laughs> I'm not mocking it. I mean, it's I, I say it in a mocking voice. That is that is the reality. This year's March Madness tournament is completely wide open. You can say that really any year, but this year more than others, it certainly feels to be the case. So any region you look towards, you can you can talk about how you can see a few different options coming out of that region as the champion, uh, aka into the final four. Villanova odds to win the championship. There's some movement there. They're now twenty to one at Bet Rivers. They were floating around twenty three to one, twenty four to one. Uh, so now they're an even twenty to one. If you still want to make a bet on Villanova to win. This whole darn thing here. Uh, we also have some NBA action. Sixers later tonight are in action against the Cleveland Cavaliers. The 76ers are a four-point favorite. Minus 165 on the money line for the 76ers. The total in that matchup set at 219 and a half. Uh, and we'll detail that matchup a little bit later in this episode, as well as some updates on Villanova. But as we discussed on the previous episode, the bets from broad just run us through all of the latest odds for all of our local teams in the Philadelphia market, i.e. our baseball odds. All right, so we touched on this last time, but I will uh, I'll certainly gladly touch on it again. World Series odds for your Philadelphia Phillies. Can't believe it. Baseball right around the corner. Feels good. Phillies are 35-1 to 1 at Bet Rivers to win the World Series. Uh, for the Phillies to come out of the National League and represent the the NL in the World Series, sixteen to one, and for your Philadelphia Phillies to win the NL East, five to one. All right, and for Bryce Harper to get the NL MVP and for his second straight season, plus six fifty. So there you have it. Those are all the futures updates there for baseball, which is right around the corner, baby. It's going to get underway here just before. You know it. So Villanova is in action against the 15th seed of Delaware, like we've mentioned, uh, Friday at 2.45 p.m. And, you know, a cool story that a lot of us here locally in Philadelphia already are aware of, but would be pretty uh, foolish for me not to bring up. Jameer Nelson Jr. is the Delaware, Delaware's leading scorer on the season. He is pretty much all they got. <laughs> um and he's certainly going to make for an interesting story. I mean, his dad, Jameer Nelson, as we all know, is is a legend here in the city of Philadelphia for leading that Elite Eight run. Um, man, what was it, back in 2004 now? With Delonte West, led by Phil Martelli on the sidelines, uh, they end up losing to Oklahoma State in that magical magical season. What they end up going like 31-1. and one. It was just an awesome year. One of the one of the most famous and legendary teams 
in the Phil that to come out of the Philadelphia area as it relates to March Madness ever, <laughs> despite them not winning a championship. They are just they are that perfect Philadelphia underdog story, right? Like there there are teams in Philadelphia sports history that don't win a championship that can sometimes be even more popular in history than teams that do win a championship. And I know that sounds crazy, but I mean, like you, you look at Iverson's 2001 run to the NBA finals against Shaq and Kobe, and then winning that game one, the step over on Ty Lue, like that, that improbable game one win, despite the Sixers losing four straight after that, right? Like they, they lost the NBA finals in five games. That run was so special to the city of Philadelphia. I, I think it's a fair comparison. I'm not saying it's on the same exact level, but I do think that it's a fair comparison to put like Jameer Nelson and Delonte West, St. Joseph's team, that they just had a, a remarkable season. Uh, they fell short of even being able to get into a championship or a Final Four, but man, it was just an awesome, awesome magic carpet ride of a season. And now Villanova, the two seed, listen, 15 and a half point favorites at Bet Rivers Sportsbook. It is going to take a huge, a huge type of off day for Villanova. Like they, there's just a lid on the rims and then just the complete opposite for Delaware. And it, it's not even like, like if you just try and if you try and paint the picture for, okay, well, like how, how does a crazy upset happen, right? Like, is there a way, like, I know they're not on the same level here, obviously a two versus a 15, but does the 15 seeded team, what they do well, is that maybe not the strengths of the two seed? And then if they can bring it and the two seed has an off day, that's how you see upsets occur. I mean, we, we've seen it in the past. It doesn't happen frequently, but we've seen it in the past. Uh, so let's just take a, a closer look here at this Villanova-Delaware matchup. <clears throat> and, you know, should we should we lay the 15 and a half? Should we stay away? Is there value on taking Delaware? Um, let's, let's take a look. And this is, you know, like I said, it's nearly two decades after Jameer, Jameer Nelson Sr. led St. Joe's to the unbeaten regular season, the Elite Eight trip. They had two wins over Villanova in the Holy War that year. So now Villanova has to meet his son in the first round of the NCAA tournament. He leads the Blue Hens in scoring. Uh, so uh, plenty of storylines here, but Delaware just lacks that counterpunch to Villanova's weaknesses, right? Villanova doesn't have a ton of weaknesses, but Villanova, what have I been saying? What has anyone been saying when breaking down this Villanova Wildcats team this year? Villanova lacks depth. They lack size. And the Blue Hens, they just aren't built to really exploit either of those weaknesses. Villanova, they went 19-1 and against non-Quad 1 opponents this season, uh, and, and they'll take care of business. They should take care of business against this Delaware team. But Villanova, I, I, there's something about this Villanova team. Like I, I'm not saying they're getting completely overlooked. You know, everything runs through senior point guard Colin Gillespie. Everything. And I'm not saying that's a bad thing. Okay. But, as I mentioned, Nova does lack depth. 
they're outside the top 300 in percentage of minutes played by bench players this year. That is, that's eye-opening, and that's per Ken Palm. Jay Wright has six players that he trusts. And then he goes to three more that he'll play in spurts if he really needs to. Um, but when Villanova plays without their senior point guard, Colin Gillespie, the Wildcats' offensive rating, three-point rate, and percentage and assist rate take a huge dive while turnovers go up. And then those trends continue when second-leading scorer Justin Moore sits. That's all fine, though, because like I look at I'll go back to the Big East semifinal against UConn. And Gillespie and Moore, they combined for two points in the first half. UConn did an excellent job in trying to cut the head off the snake there. And the head of the snake being Colin Gillespie and then Moore. UConn did exactly that. But what did Gillespie do? He, he kept his head in the game. And he, he still was that floor general for Villanova, just dropping dimes and taking care of the basketball and making plays. He finished the game with 10 assists, right? So it's easier said than done just to take the ball out of Gillespie's hands or, or, or try and, you know, trap him or do whatever to try and get Nova out of sorts, especially with their lack of depth. You sit there and game plan and say, man, they're only really six deep. If we can get Gillespie and Moore to struggle, we have a really good chance to win this game. And UConn's no slouch, right? Like UConn's a team that we can be talking about in the Sweet 16, one, one bat nine, right? That would not be a surprise to me. So that's not like a slouch conference tournament opponent that we're talking about that Villanova struggled against and they still get the win. So Villanova, the number one foul shooting team in the country, they shoot threes, they take care of the, foot, uh, the football, <laughs> they take care of the basketball, and I trust the two generals, the floor general and the sideline general in Jay Wright and Colin Gillespie. This is a game where you, you lay the 15 and a half or you simply stay away from it, right? Like first round of the tournament, some jitters, some local flair. Can I see Delaware getting a backdoor cover here? I absolutely could. I absolutely could, right? So as of today, March 16th, Wednesday morning, uh, I'm not going to be screaming and yelling, telling everyone to go rush to the counters here at Bet Rivers uh, and lay Nova minus 15 and a half. It's just not something I'm comfortable comfortable doing right now. All right, so we have a full slate of games. It all gets underway, obviously, Thursday. I mean, Thursday and Friday, the next two days is a strong argument that are they just, they're, they're just quite frankly the best two days of the year. This is it, right? Like these next two days are. They need to be national holidays, right? Like, let's just, come on. Can we, can we get this sent up to the appropriate people here in Congress or Washington, D.C.? You know, I don't know. I'm not a smart fella when it comes to that stuff. All I know is no one should be working these next two days. No one. Point blank, period. I mean, I, like, I, I can... I can just dissect each and every game here. There, there's just so much we can do. I just can't wait. The action gets underway tomorrow, 11, 11.15 a.m. Eastern time. Uh, and it just goes all the way up to around, what, like 10 p.m.? Right, 8.57 p.m. Texas Southern and Kansas, they wrap up the action uh, tomorrow night. Kansas as the one seed, Texas Southern as the 16 seed. The first game on Thursday's slate 
uh, number 11, Michigan, and number six, Colorado State. Like Those are the games we all love, too, and that's an excellent way to kick things off. An 11-versus-six matchup followed by a 13-4 matchup in South Dakota State Providence. Then you have a 9-8 matchup at 12-45 Eastern between Memphis and Boise State. Then you have your first 16-1 matchup. Can Norfolk State knock out the number one seeded Baylor in the East region, baby? Highly unlikely, but I'll still get excited for it. We have Longwood, the 14th seed, going up against Tennessee in the South region. Man, Longwood would certainly do Nova some favors there. Richmond and Iowa. Richmond, the 12 seed. Everyone loves to pick that 12 seed upset. That classic 12-5 upset uh, is Richmond one of the 12 seeds that can get the upset taken care of. Uh, we'll find out tomorrow at 2.10 p.m. Eastern time. We have UNC in action against Marquette, an excellent 8-9 matchup in the East region. Uh, how about St. Peter's going up against the two-seeded Kentucky? I watched St. Peter's at Boardwalk Hall a few days ago take home the MAC championship uh, in that conference tournament. Down in Atlantic City, that was an excellent game. Good for St. Peter's. Now they uh, get the prize of going up against Kentucky. So excellent matchups from top to bottom. I'll give you some of my favorite plays uh, on my Twitter page, at WiseRye, W-I-S-E-R-Y-E. So there's some excellent Bet Rivers breakdowns here as it, as it relates to the betting thus far from the public on the top five teams from each region. Uh, and this is by percentage of money just to win the region. All right. So this isn't to win the whole, the whole thing. Uh, it's just to come out of the region and, you know, be one of the four teams in the final four. So let's start with the East region. All right. Number one, number one, Baylor priced at four to one, 26% of the money, 16% of the bets, right? Then you look at Kentucky. The two seed, plus 150 to come out of the East region. 16% of the money, 27% of the bets are taking Kentucky to win that region. Interesting. You have Purdue at 3-1, to 15% of the money, 14% of the bets. You have UCLA at plus 250. They're a four seed. 11% um, of the money, 16% of the bets. And then how about seventh seed at Murray State? 100 to 1, 10% of the money, 6% of the bets. So overall, overall, Baylor has the most money coming in to win the East region at 4 to 1, 26% of the money. As far as the most bets coming in, that has gone to Kentucky at plus 150, 27% of the bets. So Baylor and Kentucky, uh, those are the two teams in the East region that the public has their eyes on. All right, let's go over to the Midwest region. Top five most bet on teams to come out of the Midwest region. Here we go. Kansas at plus 150, 32% of the money, 37% of the bets. Heavy hitting from the public there for Kansas to come out of the uh, Midwest region. Second most bet on team is Auburn at three to one, 26% of the money, 14% of the bets. You have Iowa uh, with the well, they're they're plus three fifty, excuse me. And then they have twenty two percent of the money, twenty percent of the bets. That's a pretty decent share there for Iowa. You have Wisconsin at ten to one, only seven percent of the money, but fifteen percent of the bets. Providence, the four seed, they're twenty eight to one. 
Uh, they're not the four seed, excuse me. But no, they are the four seed. I'm sorry. I'm getting a little bit mixed up here. They're the fifth most bet on team as the four seed in the Midwest region. You with me? 28 to one to come out of the Midwest, 5% of the money, 4% of the bet. So for the Midwest region, the public is hitting Kansas hard. 32% of the money and 37% of the bets are taking Kansas to come out of the Midwest. Auburn, 26% of the money. Iowa, 22% of the money. So we'll, we'll see there. I like Iowa. I like Iowa. I like Auburn. Uh, if we're just looking for that slight value. And uh, hell, why not Wisconsin and even even Providence? Like there, there's, I know I just rattled off literally every single team in the top five most bet on teams. But like, listen, there's no right or wrong when it comes to making a futures play like this. There, there really isn't. That, that's just my two cents. Now, listen, I'm not saying there's not people that are more informed than others and there's not ways that you can properly handicap all of this. Absolutely, there is. But why do we love this tournament more than any? Because bleep happens that no one would have expected or predicted. <laughs> that's just the bottom line all right let's go to the south region arizona at plus 150 is getting 33 percent of the money 40 percent of the bets houston plus 550 to come out of the south region 32 percent of the money eight percent of the bets tennessee four to one 18 percent of the money 24 percent of the bets and then how about our squad villanova at plus 350 to win the south only 5% of the money and 10% of the bets are taking the Villanova Wildcats to come out of the South region. Very interesting. You look at Colorado State, 80 to 1, 40% of the, uh, 4% of the money, 6% of the bets. And then the West region, Duke at 6 to 1 to come out of the West, 37% of the money, 21% of the bets. No shocker there. The public's going to be obsessed with Duke until they're eliminate it because of uh, Coach K's final dance. Texas Tech, 6-1, to 25% of the money, 27% of the bets. Gonzaga, minus 200 to come out of the West, 24% of the money, 31% of the bets. You look at Arkansas at 16-1, to 1, only have 6% of the money as well as 6% of the bets. And then UConn at 16-1, to 1, 2% of the money, 4% of the bets. So for the West region, the summary here, heavy, heavy action on Duke followed by Gonzaga. All the money seems to be on Duke and Gonzaga coming out of the West. All right, so just to wrap up this episode, uh, as I mentioned to start the episode, Sixers are in action tonight. I know it's hard to, at least for most of us, it's hard to think about the, the NBA action with all the, the madness uh, looming. All right, but the 76ers, I'm going to give you a quick update in the futures market for the 76ers, a Joel Embiid MVP update, and then I'll give you my pick for the game tonight against Cleveland. <clears throat> NBA title odds, the 76ers are still 7-1. to one. They have been consistently at 7-1 to one, uh, for quite some time. That's where they remain at Bet Rivers. As far as Eastern Conference odds, 76ers are also they've been steady at three to one there they're right behind the bucks at plus 275 and the nets have made some movement upwards now at plus 250 they were at plus 275 at one point not too long ago uh atlantic division winner odds the 76ers still the odds on favor but they've ticked back a little bit at minus 250 boston is right behind them at plus 170 and then you look at mvp odds and this is, this is something just to keep note of. Jokic, 
He continues to inch a little bit closer on the odds board. He's plus 130 right now, and Bede is still the odds-on favorite at minus 136, but that is something worth keeping a close eye on. Uh, Joel Embiid and Jokic coming down the stretch. I am steadfast on <laughs> Embiid getting this award if it's simply between those two because I, I would be stunned if the voters gave Jokic this award back-to-back consecutive seasons because in my mind that catapults Jokic into a different tier right like back-to-back consecutive MVP award we uh, award winners that's a different class and the voters are well aware of that and I, I just don't believe that they're going to want to give Jokic that type of cred right now that that's all but it's it's going to be interesting to see down the stretch uh, between Embiid and Jokic, I still feel very confident in Embiid winning this MVP award uh, for the regular season. Now, as far as tonight, the number is for the 76ers laying the four uh, in Cleveland. All right, you look at the money line. The Sixers are minus 165 just to win the game outright. Cleveland plus 138. The total 219 and a half. My favorite play right now is on the under. Take the under 219 and a half. Um, these are two of the better defensive minded teams in the Eastern Conference. Uh, I expect that to show here in this matchup later tonight uh, between the, the Cleveland Cavaliers and the Philadelphia 76ers. And I'm going with my trust the process play of James Harden over two and a half three-point field goals made, priced at plus 120. Love that. I also like Joel Embiid over one and a half threes made, priced at plus 135. But I'm going to go Harden with my stamp of approval over two and a half threes made in this matchup tonight. There you have it. All right, good luck on all of your bets today. Uh, we ran through, you know, all of the biggest storylines and all the updates for nova delaware we'll be back at it with a new episode posting tomorrow uh before all of the action before most of the action gets underway and i'll be doing a deep dive uh with will hill host of the new york city cast so be on the lookout for that best of luck on all of your bets make sure you give me a follow on the tweets at wise ride w-i-s-e-r-y-e -E. follow the show you can find links to the show on my twitter page until then Enjoy the madness, baby. Let's go, Nova. Peace. Bet Rivers Sportsbook wants you to experience rush pay. When you want to cash out your winnings, you don't want to wait two days just to get the go-ahead to withdraw your money. That's why Bet Rivers created Rush Pay. With Rush Pay, 80% of withdrawal requests are approved instantly, meaning you'll get your money faster. Why wait? Get your cash when you want it. Bet with a winner. Bet with Bet Rivers Sportsbook at BetRivers.com. Presented by Rivers Casino Pittsburgh. Must be 21. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER.